What's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 39 of the RXP podcast, the podcast where three working professionals talk all about their love for movies, TV shows, and video games. Today, I'm your host, Matt, and I am joined by Alex. Congratulations to Sony for selling 10 million PS5s. Tiffany? I'm really sad that Kana Bridge of Spirits was delayed into September. <laughs> Such good news, uh, little tidbits for both of you guys. <laughs> and as a special guest, we finally have another fourth chair all the way since episode 13. Joining us once again, one of the OG, Yasser. How are you? You're. Hello. Welcome back. <laughs> Happy to be here. Let's talk about games. We missed you. We missed you. Even though we've been playing Dead by Daylight for like two weeks during that anniversary event, <laughs> I still missed you. <laughs> it's been a Get while, all those cakes. Anyway, today, guys, we have an action-packed episode. We're going to be talking all about, in lieu of the Olympics going on in Tokyo, we're going to be talking all about those sweet, sweet competitions and no other way for us to talk about competitions than to do our favorite competition, which is our weekly game that is generally never the same game twice. <laughs> 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 so today, we are playing a game, and the game title is called One Person's Trash is Another Person's Answer. So this game is all about knowing the worst of the worst, all right? So I'm going to give you a category, and you are going to name the worst reviewed movie or video game, depending on the category, that meets that qualifier. So if I said, hey, name a game with a color in the name, and you say Red Dead Redemption 2, well, you're dumb, because Red Dead Redemption 2 got a 97 on Metacritic. <laughs> so that wouldn't give you any points. It would give you like three points. So you're trying to find the worst of the worst for all of these criteria. Does that make sense? So are you going to so like... the person that gets... You're going to furiously Yeah, Google? I'm going to give you... Like... The... Yeah, oh, I'm going to be... Uh, I'm going to be Googling. Hardcore. All of our answers? Um, as you guys... Yep. So, can I Google? I, I feel like this one. No, you cannot Google. <laughs> good, good answer. Good answer. Um, but since there's three of you guys, uh, the person with the lowest Metacritic or Rotten Tomatoes, those are the two platforms I will be looking at. Um, that person will get a point. There's five categories, so five potential points, and hopefully there's no ties because then I'll make a tiebreaker on the fly. <laughs> yes, so. Tiffany. Are you saying that of the three of our answers, whoever has the lowest score gets the point for that round? Exactly. exactly. So we so only get one answer per round. One answer per round. So it's got to be what you think is the lowest of the low that you can think of. And you, if you can't right. think of anything, <laughs> never then mind, go on. make up a game <laughs> and you won't get a point. <laughs> Got it. Well, Are you going to... If there's no score, it's a score of zero, right? So it is the lowest. See, now no, Alex is thinking. No. <laughs> also, if... So let's say we use the the category is for a game. And if that game is old enough to where it does not have a Metacritic score, 
then unfortunately you'll have to pick something else. When did Make Metacritic sense? start? That I do not know. But we'll, oh, we'll do boy. a case by case. There's going to be some <laughs> furious Googling. Let me tell you. Well, my fingers are ready. They're at the ready. Wait. So are we <laughs> oh, going to go in order? Or like if I yell first, can I say my answer first? Nope. I'm going to make you go in a specific order. Alternating. And it's based on the order I just wrote down. Can you yep, do a snake it will draft alternate. or whatever except there's a... It will be a... S- sure. But the middle person is always going to be in the middle. That's not fair. No. I'm going, don't you worry. I will figure this out, <laughs> Tiffany. I think you're thinking way too much about this. There's a wild card in the mix. Let's just okay? start it We've off. Never, I've never played Let's... this with Yasser. I've never know, played this people. game at all. I don't know when you played this. <laughs> Here's the fun part. I haven't played it either. I just made it. It's all good. He'll probably never get here. to play it himself. <laughs> Listen, you might like this game. Who knows? Um, so... Since, Yasser, you are a guest, you have graciously said that if you win, you will grant me a point. Um, which, so I'm hoping you win, Yasser. I'm rooting for you. Everyone else, good luck, I guess. All right, starting <laughs> this off. Was random this off. was decided in the pre-show that this was. Yasser would be representing Matt for this game. Pre-show it, well, available actually wasn't for decided Patreon by members, me. right? <laughs> <laughs> Our non-existent Patreon. Dang it, Yasser. Yes. <laughs> You just come here, be a guest on our show, cause chaos, then leave. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So we are going in the order of how I introduced you guys. So Alex, the first round is your first choice. We are going to use my first example. Name me the worst game with a color in the name. Man, I... I'm immediately I thinking of the one you gave as an example. <laughs> I know. And I'm, See, it's, that would not be a good one, yeah. And I'm trying to game, go back. Because actually, when you think about like colors, right? Like Colors and titles yeah. is very innocuous. You know, you think about a lot of things, and you're like, oh, there is a color there. But you don't think about yeah. it like as a whole. Because like you say the whole title, you don't like focus in on it. Um, yeah, for sure. And I do you I have feel anything, like, Alex? So I have <laughs> answers. I just don't think that they okay. are wor- like badly rated. That's the problem. So like I could probably guess it, but I'm like Who knows bad games? Right. Uh yeah, like <laughs> why, why would you remember a bad game with the color in it, you know? <laughs> but here's the thing. Everyone else is gonna have the same problem. So we might yep. get some like seventies so that win. So if that's the problem. I don't even know if it's a seventy. Like this could be higher. <laughs> But uh, right. I will go with, cause, and I haven't looked this up, so I'm not cheating, but my gut reaction to people not liking it is Call of Duty Black Ops 3. Wow. Oh. Okay. That's a good one. Except, Excellent. I mean, it's not going to win, but. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? It might. It might. Um, all right, Tiffany, what do you have for us? Um. Is there a game called like Blaze Blue or something? Blaze Blue. Does that count? Because that is not actually blue. It doesn't have the E. It's B L U. Uh oh. Oh, well, actually, Uh according to Metacritic, there is a Blaze Blue with B L U E. Oh, okay. (laughs) Well, we know who won. (laughs) (laughs) All right. But. You need to tell me. Come on. There's two different types of games 
that have two different Metacritics. <laughs> so you need to choose between Cross Tag Battle and Citral Fiction. Central Fiction. All right. I picked the other one. <laughs> my gosh <laughs> chaos chaos all right so alex guessed call of duty black ops 3 got a metacritic score of 81 percent tiffany chose blaze blue central fiction got 84 oh percent lead so yasser being the ultimate agent of chaos says cross tag battle 76 percent let's go <laughs> so, so yasser Hi. gets the first point pew 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 uh, as a random note can you check this for me because this was going to be my other guess before i thought of black ops yeah can you do sure. blue reflection okay or blue reflections been... i don't know if it's reflection or re- reflections oh blue reflection for the ps4 66 percent Ah, uh, I should have went with that. That, that was actually my initial thought, but I remember yeah. like the Black Ops series. Like, obviously, people, you know, have varying opinions on each of them, and I'm like, well, Black Ops Three had the yeah. jetpacks, and I know a lot of people mm-hmm. didn't like it. You know, that's why people were like boots on the ground. You know, they're like, I don't want this flying nonsense. So I'm like, on the ground. I thought that, yeah, I thought that that would have rated lower. But darn it, I should have went yeah. with Blue Reflection. I don't even know what Blue Reflection is. Yeah. I've never heard of Blue Reflection or Blaze <laughs> Blue in my entire life. <laughs> I've heard All right. Uh, the developers of Blaze Blue made Guilty Gear. They are the same developer. Okay. I, are we talking about right. the same blue, though? The Blaze Blue with an E or without an E? Oh, These boy. are good I guess it always questions. had an E. I thought it didn't have an E, but. It goes to show how much I actually know about that fighting game franchise. All right, Tiffany. Second round, you are starting it off with a movie starring a superhero. So Thor this the can Dark be World. any movie. It does not have to be Thor a the superhero Dark World. movie. Thor the Dark World. Okay, Thor Dark World. Got it. Yasser, you have next pick. Oh, gosh, this is taking longer than I thought to look this up. <laughs> continue, continue. So, Yasser, your answer? Batman versus Superman. Ooh, okay. Okay. Can't really argue with that one. Um. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I'm kind of bummed. Alex? Uh, I didn't think about it. <laughs> Justice League Snyder Cut. So, specifically, the, <laughs> the, Snyder, the Snyder Cut version, cut. yes. Yeah, okay. Tiffany and I were also confused when he said that, but go ahead. <laughs> so the 2021 Zack Snyder's yes. Justice League. Yes. Got it. Okay. That's a wild so, choice. Tiffany guessed first. It is a wild choice. Tiffany guessed Thor The Dark World, which came in at a 66%, Oof. which That's is low quite number. low for the MCU. Very low. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yasser came in with Batman vs Superman, which I think is a good answer. It's higher. And so does everyone else, because it is twenty eight percent. Oh my gosh! Eight percent. Pew pew pew. Let me tell you, you need to find a friend like Yasser. You know, we've known each other for a while. He comes on the pod. <laughs> He's going for that point for me. He's just coming for it. He's coming for it. I'm here. All for right, you, Alex. Zack Snyder's Justice League. 
71%. Tell me so what the regular Justice League was. I have to know. Yeah, I, I have to know, too. That's. <laughs> I would think it would be worse, It has right? to be Yeah, lower. I would yeah, think it'd be worse. Be. The original from 2017 was 40%. Oof. So still... Okay, Still I would have won being Batman fine. versus Superman. Yeah. <laughs> All right. On to the third round. Yasser, yeah, you are going first this time. Oh, boy. And your category is the worst game with a one-word title. Game with a one-word title. Oh, boy. It's always it's always tough to go first because like then yeah. you have the probably the smallest amount of time to think through it. So I'm just going to give you some time and uh I mean know. Alex was talking up a storm in that first round, so Yeah, it's fine. You take your time, man. One word title. Tell me where your head's at, Yasser. It's everywhere and I can't think of a single bad game right now. <laughs> a single bad game. I'm just trying it to think of just... bad games, and I just can't even do it. <laughs> I have a question for this. Does a number count? Sure. So if it's like something with a number, is that considered a single word, um, or it must be just the one word, so no numbers? I, I think it has to be just one word. Okay. That one word could be a number. Okay. But, yeah. I have my answer. Unless, unless everyone wants to say it the other way. You know, this... This can be a committee. I have Fine. an answer with that's one word, so I'd say we stick to one word. You no say numbers. you have a bad game that's one a word. A bad game that's one word. Excellent. Alex is at the ready, on deck. Yasser, what is your answer? <laughs> one word game. Is that whimpering I hear on the other end of this call? I think that's his answer. Is there a... Uh, uh. <laughs> Could you spell that for me? <laughs> Sun. Sun. Yep. S U N? S O N? You tell me, man. <laughs> no, you tell me. S U N. Oh, gosh. Uh, please. Well, unfortunately, there is no Dang Sun it. name. <laughs> All right, I guess I'll have to pass. <laughs> All right. Alex. All right. My answer. Do you want to guess S O N or no? Okay. <laughs> My answer is Elix. E L E X. How do you even know these things? <laughs> All right. Here is your choice. You get to choose PC, PS4, oh, or Xbox I didn't, One. <laughs> I didn't realize they would have different scores. Yes. Yeah. They split them up. Wait, but I thought this is a Metacritic score, so is it not? It is Metacritic. Wait, but the yeah. Metacritic has scores for each of the platforms. The older, the older games do. This is Xbox One and PS4. This isn't old. Yeah. Yeah, twenty seventeen <laughs> happens. Happens. Okay. Wow. I now I was I'm completely blindsided by the fact that there's multiple scores for this. I just knew that, or I just hoped that this was one score. Uh, I'm going right. to say. The PC version. Okay. And Tiffany. The Sims. That's two words. Sorry, Sims. <laughs> Is the Sims a thing? I think 
I think Sims, I think, like Sims 1, isn't it just Sims, Sims or is it The Sims? I think it's all The Sims. Ugh, okay. No, because I think 4 is called just Sims 4, not The no, Sims 4. No, it's The Sims 4. Numbers, so. Is there a Sims game? Yeah. Just look up Sims. There no, is? it's not. Oh. Da- no, there's not. <laughs> Dang it, Matt. <laughs> I'm trying to give you... Um. Wait. Since it was an actual... Wait, why is she getting a second shot? Yasser... Because it's... <laughs> oh, and, that's true. Yasser yeah. didn't get a this... second shot. Okay. Alex wins by default. <laughs> wow. Okay, great. Great, guys. Great work. All right. Well, um, so Alex, you said PC. PC had a Metacritic score of 67 for Elix. PS4 had a 58. Ah, okay. And Xbox One had a 62. So oh, I guess I should have um, But it doesn't matter yeah. because uh, you won by default. So great job. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Just like you planned, calculated. Uh, All right, as Alex. As a second thing I want you to look up, what about ReCore? That's a good game. How dare Is that you? a good game? I don't know. But <laughs> that, was, a good game. I, that was another game that was a single title that came to mind. I enjoy ReCore. Um, I'd it, be insulted. If that well, was they lower. they scored their launch trailer as a fifty-eight. I didn't know that Ooh. they scored launch trailers. What is that? Um, mean? But the <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, but the Xbox One game got a sixty-three. Yikes. Oh, so that would Dang have been it. lower have been than Alex for PC. Than yours, yeah. Unbelievable. Yep. It sure would have been. <laughs> I could have said that. Um, <laughs> yep. All right. Good to know. Good to know. All right, Alex, you are up again. This is your first. You're your first in this category. And the category is movie starring Ryan Reynolds. Oh, movie oh starring Ryan. Oh, please Reynolds. don't He's say in it. everything. Please don't say it. <laughs> I mean, I I want to say. Don't say. I want to say this, but I don't know if that has a score yet. Just say it. It's not out yet. I want no, to it's say not gonna have a score. Yet. Don't say no. it. It, it doesn't, doesn't have a score. They don't have no. a score. No. You can't say that. they're not they gonna have a score. That. No, they don't. No. Yeah. No, they don't. <laughs> can I say that? And then can we come back to this in two weeks when it comes out? And then, and then you'll lose the point. I will. Yeah, sure. I will. I will tell you before you do anything. Free guy has zero views. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> there you go. I freed you. You are the guy I freed. Okay. <laughs> I see what you did there. But thank you. Oh thank you. Thank you. All right, Alex. Wow. Can I even think of something that's, I mean, not to say that he's been in a lot of bad stuff, but I'm going to say <laughs> Six Underground. <gasps> okay. Thank God. Oh, my six God. That is such a good answer. Underground. <laughs> is it? Yeah, because that was not a good movie. I mean, it's got to be better than the one that I'm thinking of. We will see. We will see. <laughs> Tiffany. What are you thinking of? Wolverine. Oh, thank God. Wolverine. <laughs> um, could you clarify? The first one. Is it called Wolverine Origins? Okay, I'll give it to you. X-Men Origins. X-Men Origins. Yeah. Wolverine. Yeah, X-Men yep. Origins yeah, yeah. Wolverine. I knew that's what you meant, but you know, you know, gotta be fair. Gotta be fair. <laughs> All right. And I'm assuming I know what you're going to say. Just go ahead Yasser. and say it. Yeah. Uh, Green Lantern yes. from 2011? Yeah. Okay. 
was like, when you said, don't say it, don't say it, I was like, <laughs> all right, yep, we're on the same wavelength here. <laughs> all right. This, this is the best round for you guys because you collectively picked three movies that are all less than 50%. Well done, well done. So, Alex, you said six undergrounds. It got a 36% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yikes. Yeah. It was not good. <laughs> Wait, we're looking at Rotten Tomatoes that, now? That's the score yeah, he it said deserves. Rotten Tomatoes. It's, it, oh, yeah, it's, sorry. It's Rotten okay. Tomatoes or for, for movies, yeah. Metacritic, or games. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Tiffany, you selected X-Men Origins Wolverine. It got a 37%. Oh, so Alex, by 1%, is in the lead. No! Oh, I'm not man. even on the board! So it comes down to this. Yasser said Green Lantern, which got a 26%. Let's go. Yasser clinches the win with three points already. Well done. Well done. Nice. Uh, but nice. just for fun, just for fun, our last category goes to tiffany first name the worst first party nintendo game um you're the nintendo person yeah i don't know bad games like clearly (laughs) i don't know bad things just think about the games you like and then like then go down that library (laughs) Oh my kidding. god! <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> that was savage. I'm sorry. That word is that was uncalled for. I'm sorry. <laughs> that was really uncalled for. After we patiently waited for you to come back from your technology debacle. Listen, listeners. The, the listeners don't yeah. need to know I get that. verbally abused. <laughs> on uh, it's a joke. I'm gonna say. It's I'm gonna joke. say Pikmin two. Pikmin two. All right. All right, Yasser. This is a tough one for me because I'm not the Nintendo guy. How many Mario parties have there been? Like 11. <laughs> Let's go Mario Quite Party 6. Mario Party <laughs> 6. Okay. <laughs> All right, Alex. So I also want to say a Mario Party, but... <laughs> it's the my problem okay. is I don't know which is the most recent numbered entry before they drop the number, but I want to say that. Okay. So I don't know if it's eight or nine. Whichever is more like, if there's a nine, I say that. If there's no nine, then I say that. <laughs> the most recent numbered Mario Party is the one I want to no, say. You can't do that. You gotta what do you say mean that. I can't do that. <laughs> yeah. What? This guy had <laughs> answers served up on a silver platter in round one and said the other yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> and Matt's the one that and then, said Green Lantern. I didn't hear you say Tiffany it. Tiffany just got, oh, I, I know what go. you're saying when you say Wolverine. <laughs> Origins? Oh, X-Men Origins right. Wolverine. Okay. Yeah, I'll give that to Fine. you. Fine. Both of these Fine, have Alex. had a gimme. <laughs> I will give you your time. Mario Party 10 was the last number. Okay, I say Mario Party 10. 
for Wii U in 2015. Yes, that one. Perfect. Okay. <laughs> now that we're all clear. So, Tiffany, I apologize again for saying you play bad games. Thanks. Because obviously you only play good games because Pikmin 2 got a 90%. <laughs> First of all, I've never played a Pikmin game, but I just picked one. I don't know. You're like, screw yeah. Pikmin. <laughs> yeah, sir. Coming in with the random Mario Party 6. <laughs> got a 71%. Yeah, it's respectable. Respectable. <laughs> <laughs> Alex with his other Mario Party <laughs> the Wii U version 2015 66% so Alex gets a point there but it doesn't matter because Yasser you have taken the win and you have contributed to the mat fund on the point total which brings our totals to Tiffany has 7 I have five, and Alex has three. So, well done, well done. Um, thank you for bearing with me. I had fun. Hopefully you did too. I thought that was Good actually job, fun. Until Sweet. you said I play bad games. I was joking. <laughs> I was joking. <laughs> Tiffany, we play basically the same first-party Nintendo games. So it's, it's just as much of a self-burn as it is anything else. <laughs> So, now that we've played a game for close to minutes. an hour at this point, uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about the topic of the show. We, of course, are talking about that sweet, sweet competition that, of course, we got to witness just now. But I wanted to talk a little bit about the Steam Deck. All right. So, the Steam Deck, I think both, all, all three of you could really go into detail about what you think about the Steam Deck. But really, when you look at the Steam Deck, I don't know about you guys, but there was one thing that I thought about, which was, oh, I guess Valve just really hated that Switch OLED model. <laughs> and they just wanted, oh, you don't want to do the Switch Pro? Don't worry. We got you. We can't give you Half-Life 3, but we'll give you this <laughs> this this uh, Steam Deck. So I want to get your first thoughts. When you saw the Steam Deck, do you think that this is Valve's kind of putting something into the arena to fight off the big bad Nintendo. Alex, let's start with you. Honestly, I think they were very much inspired by what Nintendo has been doing with the Switch uh, and kind of the idea okay. of this, you know, portable handheld slash, you know, more, I guess, slightly more powerful. I don't even know if it's more powerful than a phone, but like you're right, bigger than a phone, smaller than a console, mm -hmm dual purpose system but i think it ultimately is more so just valve wanting to do what they've been doing with creating these weird like random like one-off peripherals and i think a yeah. lot of that is because right they've released a lot of things in the past right there's the steam controller steam link there's the valve index vr headset uh there's also you know that people like to forget steam machines that very quickly came about and disappeared <laughs> Uh, and so I think this is just another one of those where they're making this and ultimately I think it's going to go the same route in terms of how much Steam's going to support it where we're just going to get this, you know, 
one launch of the Steam Decks, right? Because there's three different models, and Valve is just going to stop supporting it. But uh, but I think you know, not going too far ahead of ourselves and talking about the future of the Steam Deck. Uh, I think yes, it is that Valve's answer to the Switch, and I think if they have anything over any other competitors, right, especially Microsoft and Sony, they have the library, the software library to support it, which I think yeah. is definitely going to be the key factor to make this something that can contest the Switch's dominance in the space. Yeah, like, as you said, you know, there's three different SKUs for the Steam Deck, um, all based upon different SSDs um, and just overall um, the 64 gig is 399, 256 gig is 529, and the 512 gig is 649. This is a seven-inch screen. Um, they definitely have some pretty tough specs on them. I think that from what I saw, and this may just not be the case, but from what I saw uh, on some comparisons, it's about as powerful as kind of last gen, like maybe um, peak Xbox One and PS4. Um, so more powerful than the Nintendo Switch at this point. Um, so it's hard to say that they can't be kind of gunning after it and getting some sort of that market share. It seems weird to me that they would have this many different models and not plan on supporting it. I wonder if this, with it kind of launching this holiday, if they're kind of see what the market does and whether or not they'll support it. This to me, and Yasser, I kind of want to get your take, um, you know, Xbox Game Pass Phil Spencer has been talking, hey, Game Pass is not just Xbox. Game Pass is where, anywhere, you can play Game Pass. So that means your phone, that means your iPad, that means your computer, that means your Xbox Series X. But why not the Steam Deck? Do you think that Valve and Xbox or uh, Microsoft have some sort of deal in the running? Do you see that that's where maybe the future is going? I think it's hard to say. I agree with Alex overall that the reputation that Steam has developed over their products and how they support it isn't great. And so that's what really gives me pause early on. Right. Uh, I know there was rumors that Phil Spencer and Microsoft in general were discussing stuff with Game Pass with Steam in the past. I don't know if those are true or if they're not true, but they were there. Um, I think that's what's interesting about the Steam Deck in general, though, is that... Mm -hmm. Unlike the Nintendo Switch, it's very customizable as far as the experience that the user wants. And that's a good thing for like power users or more tech-savvy users because they're going to be able to like install Windows on it. They could get Game Pass for PC games on it. They could get Epic Store game games on it. So they could do a lot with it. But that's what I think makes it an interesting conversation with the Nintendo Switch because... The Nintendo Switch, I think, in the United States specifically, is very much geared towards the casual gamer. And mm -hmm. so if this is supposed to be competing with the Nintendo Switch, I don't see it taking too much of that market share because Nintendo has a good grip on the casual gamer in general. And I don't think the yeah. casual gamer, gamer is going to see as much of the advantages of the Steam Deck in comparison to the Switch. The Switch has all the casual games that you'd want. And all the benefits you're getting out of the Steam Deck is just more for those power users. I wonder though, and I don't have the answer, is this true in other regions of the world as well? Like, 
uh, Nintendo Switch buyers in Asia, for example, are they more casual gamers or is there a good chunk of them that are also more tech savvy that could kind of take advantage of the different operating systems that you can actually install on the Steam Deck and they would actually go through and put emulators on it and play Nintendo games that way? Um, that's the question that I feel like needs to be answered first. How much of that market share is in that Venn diagram that they're looking at and how much of it is completely separate? Um, Because if it's completely separate, it's not going to really impact Nintendo Switch's market share at all, if you ask me. Mm -hmm. That's a good point. I mean, I know... Because this is... Oh, Oh, good. I was just going to say that I know in Japan, like, the 3DS or, like, the DS was really popular Um, in... In Japan, you know, there was this thing called Street Pass, and they would exchange their little Miis back and forth a lot. I don't know. I remember when I went to Japan in 2017. Yeah, I think it was 2017 when the Switch had just come out, but the 3DS was still kind of thriving a bit. I went to, like, a Dragon Quest cafe, and there were, like, a hundred people sitting outside playing their 3ds like waiting wow for their table <laughs> or what i don't even know what was ha- i don't know if this was like a gathering of sorts to do some sort of like little 3ds mission for a game i literally have no idea but i was like shocked at how there were so many people out in the wild with their handheld game um and mm-hmm. and also in terms of like just from social media or from a little bit that I know, I know in Korea, it feels like they're big into PC gaming, but cause there's a lot of like PC cafes and stuff where people will go and like play games, but I don't necessarily know that. I mean, I feel like they're all, they may or may not be MMOs or MOBAs. So I'm not entirely sure if they're like, if a kid's going to a PC cafe to like play Halo or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I, Yasser, I think you make a great point about, figuring out or it being interested in what other regions um like where they lean towards you know more family friendly games or like quote unquote like hardcore need more power to play a game situation because mm-hmm. none of the switch owners <laughs> really care about power i don't think like i feel like what brings me to my nintendo switch are the first party games like i don't really play that many indie like i know some people use it as an indie machine um i know you know tiffany you say that you use it all the time you know just having handheld you know laying in bed whatever um but for me like i don't i don't know how much market is going to be there because this is pretty expensive like if you're trying to buy your own pc this is a bargain but if you're trying to buy a console like 649 dollars for a 512 gig version of this like that's like scalper prices for xbox series x or ps5 right now like that's that's pretty steep uh to expect especially when a lot of people haven't even had a chance to get series x or ps5 because they've been in such shortage um but yeah it'll be interesting i i hope that it does well because i would love to see nintendo kind of not be as stagnant as they are with some of their console releases because the oled we've talked about it on previous episodes like the oled isn't is an improvement but it's not the improvement i really wanted i wanted some a little bit stronger um for me personally 
You know, I want to comment on a point, Matt, that you made where, right, you go to your Switch, like, for those first-party titles, right? Like, for the exclusives that you can't get, you know, on any other platform, right? Because ultimately what this comes down to is, right, we're never going to see Mario. We're never going to see Metroid. We're never going to see Donkey Kong or Fire Emblem on anything, you know, barring phones, because I don't, I'm not going to include mobile phones in this but on yeah. anything but the Nintendo platform. And I think ultimately because of that, regardless of how popular the Steam Deck is, right? Like it's going to be that first party catalog that will make it so, right? Like Nintendo's unbudgeable, right? It's like Mario Party, mm-hmm. Mar- like Mario Kart is up there with like GTA 5 in terms of like monthly sales, right? Like people are still buying Mario Kart 8 Deluxe and it's part of the reason why we're still never going to get a Mario Kart 9, you know, for another like 10 years. Because Don't say that. It. <laughs> it's sad, but it's yeah. true. And, it, and it, like, that's the problem where even if it's old titles, since this is the only place you can get it, right? Like the software is going to sell. And despite my comment earlier about saying, right, like Steam, if any one of the major companies has the potential catalog to even attempt to contest what Nintendo has... They'll never actually be able to because, right, I'll never get Mario on Steam. Never going to happen. You can mark my words. If it does happen, I'll buy Mario for Steam for my co-hosts here. <laughs> All three of my co-hosts right now. I'll do it. <laughs> like, the first Mario that comes to Steam, I'll buy them a copy each. But, yeah, like, <laughs> that, it, it just won't come, right? So, and so because of that, I think it's always, like, no matter how popular Steam Deck gets, and until Yasser's point, I think this is trying to budge in on those users that maybe don't care about the Switch first party, right? So they're like, oh, the Switch is a neat idea, but because I don't care about their games, like that handheld, right? Even though I know you can jailbreak and kind of get around it that way, it isn't flexible. And so it is that idea, right? As I also mentioned, where you can, you know, it's built on Linux, you can wipe it, you know, it runs on SteamOS, you can wipe it, you can install Windows on it. It can literally be a laptop of sorts, right? Obviously with like a built-in controller and you can do whatever you want with it. Who knows, you'll probably be able to mine crypto if you want with it, right? So you're gonna get all those people buying it just to mine cryptocurrency. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think that, that I agree with the author on that point. Like it's gonna cater to the people that have the extra money to burn don't care about Nintendo first party and just want this kind of neat, you know, nice idea. But also, yeah, I, I want to stick by with, I don't see a real future for this. And I do. And I want to hope just like you, Matt, that steam and slash valve continues to support this, especially if Microsoft gets involved and it becomes kind of this mobile game pass machine then I can see if that becomes a reality, this is something that Steam will stick by and you know come out with further iterations and continue to provide updates and support. And that that would ultimately be the the great answer, right? Because, you know, recent game that came out, Death's Door, right? It's only out on Xbox and Steam. And because of that, right, you know, I can't play it on my Switch or on my PlayStation. But if I had a Steam Deck, yeah, maybe I could get play this on Game Pass, you know, play this yeah. on Steam or whatever, and have it Such on the go. Such a good game, right? So, definitely, I, there could be a future for this, but I think it's a very specific path that needs to be taken for it to see success. Yeah, I think that's the counterpoint. Really, uh, you mentioned that Nintendo has the exclusive first-party games that can support their console. 
But honestly, if anybody has a huge catalog, it is Steam. They have the biggest catalog of anyone, really. And on top of that, if you add in the niche market of enthusiasts who want to put Mario 64 and other Nintendo classics on their Steam Deck via emulators, and they know how to do that, Mario's going to be on Steam Deck, man. I don't want to tell you, but it won't be on the Steam it, store, so I'll I'll allow you to not have to buy us a game. <laughs> <laughs> you almost had us there. You almost got us there. <laughs> yeah, I I'm intrigued by the Steam Deck, and I'm like very optimistic in a very uh, careful way because I we've seen these things happen, right? Like we've had competitions for nintendo in the past and nintendo does stupid nintendo things but gosh they sell they sell like hotcakes um is anyone interested in the steam deck at all i am not interested because (laughs) i don't own any steam games (laughs) okay fair yeah i'm of a similar note i i considered it back when they first announced pre-orders we were gonna go live the next day uh, after the announcement and I'm like do I do I want this like do I care because right I you know for the record don't have a zero interest in the switch OLED not I'm not the market for that but I too looked at my steam library and said well I don't I mean I have a good number of steam games but I think it's also the idea that a lot of the games I have on steam I want to play with the power of my PC to play them instead of playing them in a handheld mm-hmm. version and so mm-hmm. it is this weird kind of choice to say oh i can play my steam games on the steam deck but obviously if they're as powerful as a ps4 or xbox one that's you know much less powerful than the gpu cpu i have in my pc so i don't think it would be the right choice to say well if i got these games for pc to see how beautiful they look it doesn't make sense to like play them as if they were the console version at least hardware wise on yep. the Steam Deck. Yeah, I, I agree with you, Alex. I, I feel the same way. I don't feel like the package that they're providing with the Steam Deck is really that enticing for someone who wants the most out of their PC games on the go. Like, it's still 720p. It's still pretty pricey. And you've got limited storage. It's got a lot of the same problems that the Nintendo Switch does. It's just it's packaged slightly differently with a different library of games and different capabilities. And obviously, it's a little bit stronger, so it can play more modern games in comparison to the Switch. But it still has a lot of the same limitations. And I think Steam kind of talked about that early on. Like, they had to make some tough decisions about what to cut in order to meet their price point because they knew how important that was going to be. And so that's going to be the tough sell for the Steam Deck in general. It's like, how are, you, how are gamers going to get around the limitations? And if they think, are they going to think it's worth it in the end? Yeah, I'm a couch guy. Like, I don't have a Nintendo Switch for handheld mode. My Nintendo Switch stays in dock. So there's really nothing that the Steam Deck can offer me that I don't get out of my Series X and PS5. For me personally, I would love... I want that first-party games just at a higher quality. So for me, selfishly, I hope a ton of people pre-order this because I want Nintendo to sweat a little bit. Will they sweat? I don't even know if they sweat. Who knows? (laughs) But, like... I want them to make some sort of pro model because, let's be honest, I want to play Nintendo games on my Nintendo machine. And when that Switch Pro actually comes, I'll be 
one of the first to pre-order because I just can't help myself. But I cool feel like deal. random fact though, I feel like Japanese women don't sweat because when I went to Japan in the summer, <laughs> oh my god, I'm just saying, like I was like took such a weird turn. I was sweating like walking from one subway station to the next, and these women are wearing long sleeve shirts and long pants because they don't want to be scalded by the sun, and they look pristine. And I was like, what <laughs> voodoo magic is this? What sorcery is this? So this is why Nintendo beats out the competition. They just don't sweat. Yeah. They just aren't made you for that. You heard it here first. Yeah. yeah. Physically we incapable. The... <laughs> we are the gaming detectives. We have found it. <laughs> All right. Coming to the next set. Like, this was a good conversation, but I want to get closer to home. All right, it's pretty easy to figure out where the four of us lie in this debate. But there's a thing called the console wars, right? Like everybody, every PlayStation blog, the first comment is Xbox is better. Everything that Phil Spencer does is I love you, Phil. But then the second comment is PlayStation's better. Like (laughs) there is just a rivalry between PlayStation and Xbox. I think we're all on the same page because obviously there's like Yasser and I have both and you know Alex, Tiffany, you guys have always been very friendly about Xbox. I don't think we're like so far gone that we can't talk about this. But do you think that Xbox and PlayStation is a competition? Tiffany, I want to start with you. Yeah, I think it's a competition. I mean, listen, I hate the console war- wars. And you should yeah. play on whichever console you want, whichever one has the games you like, play on that. Have both if you can afford it. Do it. Do it all. Don't have any if you don't yeah. like it or I can't find it. I'm sorry. I hope those of you looking for a console, find it eventually before the end of the calendar year. Um, follow Wario64 for those deals. <laughs> Notifications. <laughs> anyway. Wait, why, why, why are we <laughs> shouting out another Sponsored Twitter? by Wario64. Yeah. And while you're at it. <laughs> Maybe he'll retweet yeah, us. Yeah, follow our Twitter <laughs> at RXP. underscore podcast okay we'll do that um but i think there is a competition and i think it's i think it's fine you know everyone plays the games their own way and microsoft is doing their own thing they're making their own games you know they're making senua saga Mm -hmm. hellblade 2 or whatever that game is called psychonauts 2 is coming out soon or is out i don't even know i is it's in august August. yeah um the game this indie game 12 minutes is coming exclusively to xbox and i'm just like also an i really want to play that game but i don't have an xbox i mean i have a pc but i could play it there anyway i think that two companies that have their own catalog of games doing their own thing is some healthy competition and i can appreciate it Mm -hmm. and they both came out around the same time last year and they were just trying to sell some, you know, sell some stuff and make some money. Sell some boxes. Yeah, sell some boxes yeah. and make some money. And, <laughs> you know, even at the Game Awards or even like E3 or Summer Games Fest, whatever, like seeing their press conferences, Sony, where are you at? But like seeing their, you know, their press conferences and announcements and stuff and even talking about like, oh, which one you liked from which announcement you liked from each thing is, I think is really fun. And I think, um, I think it's great. 
I think they they do have a competition, yeah. and I appreciate it. Alex, what do you think about that? I think it was a competition, and now it's no longer a competition. You know, if we're Ooh, interesting. if we're going by like the conventional you know idea of what the console wars was, I think that ended with last gen. Last gen being PS4 and Xbox One. Uh, you know, it's kind of like that classic thing, right? So obviously, PlayStation was out. You know, I think it was '97. Uh, is when the PlayStation one, maybe ninety six when the PS one came out, and then X, the original Xbox didn't come out till like two thousand or two thousand one, and so you know there's they started at different points, but obviously you know the the idea of there being competition was mostly right PS two, Xbox original, and then we moved on right, and like at that point right, it's like PS two was obviously much more successful than the Xbox right. I think the PS two is still the most successful or most sold like con- home console like ever. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think so. And then obviously with the following generation, right, 360, Xbox 360, blew PS3 out of the water, right? I mean, long-term sales. I think PS3s ended up selling more, but in terms of you know, in the moment popularity, the Xbox Live and Microsoft was doing well. And then obviously with last gen, it seemed like PS4 really pulled ahead of Xbox. You know, obviously because Xbox had that uh, rocky start with Xbox One requiring Connect to be bundled in. And obviously that falling mm-hmm. apart in terms of it being kind of this superfluous peripheral that no one cares about, like body motion controls. No one cares about Dance Central, things like that. Um, and I think <laughs> that's where the console war ended, right? So it's kind of basically we have, you know, Microsoft winning a generation and then Sony winning a generation, maybe two generations if you want to count the PS2. But I... And I think with that end came this kind of divergent path where we have with the Xbox Series X and S and the PS5 and especially for Microsoft Game Pass, right? This divergence of, you know, PlayStation and Sony's continuing with their traditional, let's release a new console, let's release high budget AAA titles for it. Whereas Microsoft is going this separate route, right? With Game Pass being like, hey, we have a higher power console with the Series X. We have a you know, lower cost option with the Series S, but Game Pass, I don't see as a competitor. Yes, they are continuing to release, you know, AAA titles, right? Halo Infinite, you know, most, it seems like most first party will release day and day with Game Pass, but I think that Game Pass model itself isn't a direct competitor, right? Because, I mean, Sony has streaming options, but it's nothing along the lines that Game Pass offers. And so I think because of the previous competition, that has sparked, you know, and inspired at least Microsoft to go down a different path that is beneficial, right? Like Game Pass as a value is such a different service, right? It is kind of like the Netflix model to say, hey, mm-hmm. here's a catalog, pay monthly subscription, gain access to the entire catalog, play as much as you want, however long you want. And that's something that at least right now, Sony isn't trying to get into, right? Because it is such a daunting venture, you know, barring the whole Netflix rumors with Sony partnering with them about streaming games possibly. Uh, but I, I think the there was the competition and that has just helped kind of diversify the industry and say, hey, Microsoft, you go do your thing. Sony, you go do your thing. Nintendo, go twiddle in the corner and not make any next gen. You know, in 2021, we're now getting an ethernet port <laughs> for the Switch dock. Like it took until 2021 to have built an ethernet. But besides that, I, I think uh, 
it we're at a better point but yeah at least from my perspective i don't think there's really direct competition anymore you know in the traditional sense of the term so to kind of piggyback on what both tiffany and alex said i i feel like i'm more on the side of what tiffany said versus alex's conclusion that there's not a competition anymore um and i but i understand where alex is coming from at the end of the day um Overall, like Alex is saying, both Microsoft, Nintendo, and Sony, all three of them, they've all really differentiated their business model to the point that they're doing different things with the type of games that they're releasing. Um, Obviously, Sony's got the big AAA titles that is like the backbone of their console and their sales. And you have Nintendo that's more of the gimmicks with the portability of their console and their first-party titles that are more ca- for casual gamers. Then you have Microsoft that's going more of the xCloud route and trying to deliver a subscription service via Game Pass. Um, but just because they've, at this point, differentiated their business models, I don't think you can necessarily say that there's no more competition between them. I think the differentiation of their business models is a direct result of the competition between the three companies Mm -hmm. and how they need to differentiate their business practices to make sure that they meet different goals that the consumers are going to want to give give a consumer a reason to buy all three versus having to pick one and then sticking with it. And I think right now we're in a great place where we have three different companies doing something really well to the point where you would want to buy all three of them because all three of them provide you something that's a little more unique than the other two currently offer. And so that's that's why I kind of think that the competition between the three is actually really beneficial overall because we wouldn't have Mm -hmm. seen all these different types of uh, business model differentiations without that competition and we're in a better place at the end of the day because of it and i mean who knows what will happen with the steam deck but that's also a result of that as well yeah for sure because it kind of boils down to you know when you were talking alex you know you're saying that ps2 really outsold xbox and then the xbox live took the stage and absolutely took everyone by storm all my friends had xbox 360 i was a ps2 kid And then as soon as Xbox 360 and Xbox Live and all these achievements started to come around, I was hooked. And I I went to the Microsoft side, and that's where I stayed until Xbox One, um, or up until Xbox One. And then PS4, kind of, okay, you know, you have all these things. We have gone back. You know, now we have um, our own PlayStation Network. But, hey, we're going to just dive into first-party games. And then PS4 was just defined by these bangers of games and now xbox with xbox one was just stuck with no first party games and so what did they do they asked big daddy microsoft and microsoft said all right all right buy what you want and they bought up all these (laughs) studios and now we're benefiting from it like this year is the first year of many years to come where we're seeing all these xbox game studio games coming out and it's all because it's competition and competition you know even if phil spencer and you know jim ryan they may talk nice but at the end of the day phil spencer wants you to play xbox he wants you to play game pass honestly he really wants to play game pass i don't know if he 
as much cares about where you play it, but as you play Game Pass. Jim Ryan wants you to play at PlayStation, and I think it's it's a true competition, but it's a competition that we benefit from because I love both ecosystems, and I wouldn't be in all three ecosystems if they didn't offer something to me, kind of to Yasser's point. But I, I love this competition. I would love to see PlayStation continue to look at Game Pass and say, hey, what should we do next? How can we make PS Plus better? Alex, what's your face about? <laughs> oh, oh, I couldn't hear you for the past like minute. Yeah. Oh, okay. It was more like the last. It was like the last fifteen twenty seconds. <laughs> okay. It, I, it was Excellent. like a minute. I was cutting in and out for well. Me. Well, oh, okay. you guys will just have to stay tuned for the final recording. <laughs> You'll actually have to listen to it because I'm having some bad technical difficulties, and so I, I liked what I heard, Matt. Thank you, thank you. I think we're going to cut it here before my Mac just dies. Um, So sorry about that. But this has been episode 39 of the RXP podcast. Yasser, thanks for coming back, man. It's always good to hear your voice. I'm sure we'll be playing some games soon. But come back anytime you want. Um, We'll talk some more more games. And you'll give me some more points. How about that? (laughs) It's been a pleasure. And uh, I'd love to play some more... uh... Crap, I forgot Some the name already. Oh, I thought yeah, you cut I out thought again. Yasser I like, cut out. Darn you, <laughs> <laughs> I thought he cut out. I think it's what is that game? One, that we one person's trash is another person's answer. <laughs> no, the PlayStation Fall Guys. 4 game. Fall Guys, yeah, thank you. Oh, Fall Excellent. Guys. Let's play some oh, Fall Guys. <laughs> Excellent. Well, let's fall soon, guys. See what I said there? Hey. Oh, my anyway, gosh. This has been episode 39 of the RXP podcast. If you want to chime in on your favorite competitions in all gaming and movies write us at rxp.podcast at gmail.com or of course tweet at us at rxp underscore podcast but until next time we'll see you next time i said next time twice <laughs> dang it <laughs> alex i am so sorry for the editing that you're gonna have to do on this episode <laughs> random fact though i feel like japanese women don't sweat <laughs>